So I think we're ready. Oh, we are. Mm-hmm. Big microphone style. Big microphone style. <laughs> we did the raw tease with the little microphone. I like that. I know, because that's cute. It is cute. Yes. And, like, the TikToks are the best, but ours was okay. Yeah. Well, you know, that stuff's way harder than it looks. Yes. Yep. Like, these mm-hmm. people got good color, good lighting. <laughs> So, what we're saying is we're not very tech savvy. No. Mm, not at all. all right. Like, I need a whole class on it, I oh, think. Okay. But all right. We'll have to look into that. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. It is International Women's Day. Yes. Today, so, that's super exciting. That is exciting. Yes. Yay to all the women listening, which I think is honestly the majority of our listeners. But I could be wrong. You could be wrong. I'm going to say you're you do? Yeah. Yeah, because you can look up the demographics. Really? Too. Yeah, we have that in our thing. Listen, but... I need to do more work around here. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> um, so that's going to lead us into our lovely topic for today. So today we just wanted to talk about how freaking wild and good 2023 has been, but really kind of focus on the transitions, all the fun stuff that we've been doing, I would say. Yeah. Um, but how we've stayed regulated or not stayed yeah. regulated and I think it's a good thing to talk about as we move from kind of like the winter blues into um spring because I'm ready for it it feels very springy today but then I know that snow is okay, coming yeah because I was gonna remind you because I was having that <laughs> same thought like right as I parked the car in the parking lot and walked in I was like oh the birds are chirping right? yes yes yeah how do you feel like um, patient-wise or even yourself, like, winter plays into your mental health? I think that the, the thing for me is I don't realize how much it plays into my mental mm-hmm. health until you have the sunny, warm day. Yeah. And you're like, shit. Yep. That was rough, right? Mm-hmm. Or I, yeah, I was stuck and it was, like, right now for me it's hard to think about how little sunlight we received, yeah. like, even with the sunrise and sunset yep. right now, but, like, we... There was a time when we left the office at 3.34 and it was, like, almost dark. I know. Yeah. I mean, that might be the exaggeration because I don't know the exact times, <laughs> but, right? In my mind, yes. you know, it was all dark. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, um, I think I notice it when I start talking with patients and we're trying to figure out, they're like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And then we kind of start talking about, like, the different cycles of what they've been experiencing and then we're trying to figure out like what it correlates to and then because it's never and it should I don't I'm not saying that it should be but it is something that I should have more at the forefront of my mind but it, it's not until all of a sudden I'm like hmm okay well how does how the weather right and yeah. we kind of dive in that way and then I was being more introspective and thinking about myself and I'm just like yeah I want not that I want to isolate more but like I just want to go home mm-hmm. <laughs> So yep. I'm like, Ugh. but um, then I was thinking about our summer episode, right, oh, where we sure. talked and like I remembered that one time I was like, well, summer sometimes comes with like all these things and obligations, mm. and so then like I was playing that in my mind, like, oh, I like no winter affects me negatively in some areas, right, because of my energy level or different thoughts that I'm having. But then I'm like, but then I get to summer and I'm sometimes overwhelmed with the amount that we have to mm. do. Mm-hmm. So then I was like. Do I just like staying home at my house? Yes, and this gives me <laughs> this Do gives me that excuse, right? Um, but then I was also thinking about, and I don't know if it was you, but I think maybe it was a patient. We were talking about. I wonder how someone who lives in Florida or somewhere more close to the equator, where it's yep. warm and sunny, mm-hmm. 
more than it is here. Yeah. What it's what they say. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, let's con. Uh, I know we got a few listeners. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, and we've got some people too. So if you uh, would like to comment on that. <laughs> definitely message us <laughs> yeah um, but yeah i mean i think each season comes with its own ups and downs but i definitely can feel it for my mental health more and mm-hmm. i think patients can too especially when it comes at least in wisconsin to that winter yeah. time i think there's a whole study around <clears throat> daylight savings which is a little different than like seasonal yeah. changes but there's mm-hmm. like some correlation with increased number of heart attacks. Mm-hmm. I think if it's if when we spring forward or fall back or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's this weekend. Yes. Oh yep. my you guys, I'm already yep. struggling. Yeah. Oh god, now I gotta get up early. Well, we just went through the Virgo full moon. So we're in that until about the tenth. My moon water is still outside. Okay. Out there for a couple days. Yep. <laughs> Oh, now I'm, I'm not emotionally regulated right now. Oh, no, I didn't know that was this weekend already. Well, that's what I heard on the radio on my way to Listen, work. So we'll have to we can check Google it, it, but I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, God. Yes. Okay. Why does that throw you off? Well, because I already, like, struggled to wake up anyways. So, listen, now I got to really, there's no hope for me. Matt was telling me the other day, he's like, let's get, uh, blackout curtains i said absolutely oh. not that would be the worst i was like i need the sun beaming on me <laughs> so that you move yeah yeah i think another thing for me too is like i know my cycle of like uh eating healthy working out and all of that and i do i think i use winter as an excuse yeah. so like i'll totally notice um that and then obviously like I started getting back on my routine, so then you're feeling better and more energized, and it's nice out. Um, so I just have to get better with that. Like, I can't keep yeah. using winter as an excuse, or I guess I just have to accept that that is my cycle. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Your radical um, acceptance of it. Uh, yeah. Yes. Do you think that, um, like, some of those are ways for you to emotionally regulate, like, your routine and the things that you do within it? Um, whatever your routine is that makes you feel good like would you say that that helps you emotionally regulate yeah well I you know my morning routine is really clutch so like my gratitude in the morning visualizations manifestations like I so that's my mental health check for sure Mm -hmm. but we know that there's so many components to mental health and self-care that I think the physical one I cycle with and then I think I use the season right I'm noticing that I use the season as sort of an excuse and I shouldn't mm-hmm. right and so i can see it but i've it's been a pattern um and so it's definitely something that i would like to work on but then i think you know there's so many other things in the arena that i think i'm just like it's also a time where i can just chill out because i have an excuse to just not do anything does yeah that makes sense yeah no i think it does <laughs> i was just thinking like do you think because you're one a therapist mm-hmm that physical health is the first thing for you to go yes i throw it and i i I openly admit it all the time i will and because there are other people who the first thing that they throw out is maybe their gratitude journal or something okay yes yeah it's totally mine because i i like to walk and i like to do like stretches and yoga but i've never been into it like i never enjoyed it i don't get like an endorphin high from Mm -hmm. any of it um but i do really like being outside when it's nice like i'm kind of like a house cat 
the way I, <laughs> yeah. I'm an indoor type of girl. Um, and so, you know, also I think with my migraines, um, the sun affects them, mm-hmm. uh, fluorescent lighting, screens, all of these things. So that's something that I don't usually tell a lot of people, but every single day I wake up, I have to calculate how my day is going to go based upon how much my head hurts. Yeah, that's true. And then so winter time or, you know, when it's rainy and that, it's, it's darker. And so my head feels better. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yes, fair. And so then I'm like, oh, well, then I don't have to go out and do anything. Then I can just kind of, yeah. So I think I've correlated sort of relaxing with those things. Yeah. But it's also not because then I know it's a cycle and I just have to be better at it. Yeah. So I'm aware of it. <laughs> but it's also like if that's my one or a couple things, <laughs> I can't Are beat myself up too yeah. much. Why? What does that make you think of? That, um, I just like think of how people think, right? Or what are their priorities or things that they associate with like their emotional regulation or their mental health or here's how I function best as a human, right? Mm -hmm. And just knowing that we all have different thoughts, but I just was wondering because if you're a therapist, do you, do you have these other things on pedestals higher than others? And is that what goes or is it just what we relate to best? Right. Mm -hmm. So is it because continuing to do your gratitude and all those things can be done oh, in that way yeah, it's much more like that's all that to me that's more of a priority yeah but then i also think like growing up like i really like, my mom wasn't into like working out that's you know true. like i yeah. don't think there was really like totally an example i wasn't like i was decent at sports but like yeah. i didn't really care i don't yeah. know i just was never really my thing yeah um so that physical piece i don't totally get joy from mm-hmm. it but when it's nice out and even just you know having my feet on the ground or like being by a tree or <laughs> Like, yes. you know, that yeah. I've always liked. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, yes. What about you? Yeah. Well, I think that the sun gives me energy, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if I could sit outside all day in a hammock, read a book, yes, right? Like, that's what brings me the best. I love walks. I hate walks in town, even though that's where we live, right? So, I do it. Yeah. But if I could walk where there weren't, like, cars, like, mm-hmm. I think I would be more consistent with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I... Never thought I'd be the person to let physical health go until I, like, withdrew from college Mm. because I was not in a good mental state, right? And that was the first piece that left. But up until that point, sports for me was such my identity. Mm. Sure. Yep. And so I always maybe thought, and, like, right, I don't know, it's been, like, 10 years since I haven't been in a, like, a sport with a team. Yeah. But I'm, like, trying to think, is it the team aspect that I liked a lot Mm -hmm. about the sports, which is why physical fitness for me was so prevalent and a priority? Because I don't do it anymore. Mm. Listen, I moved here, what, seven years ago, and I barely do it, right? <laughs> but before that, I did it yeah. through ebbs and flows. But, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. It's been important, I think, in different seasons of my life. But, like, yeah. I also, I don't like to focus on body. Like, I think, like, especially as women, it's always focused on, and we're constantly doing these things, mm-hmm. where it's like, I feel good about myself, and I don't even focus on the weight. I think, for me, when I notice my clothes are starting to get tight, I can notice my cycle I'm dipping that I need to be better and then I get better <laughs> I potentially might go back to it um yeah but like I don't know I think that that plays into it too is that we're 
constantly being criticized, scrutinized. We're looking, or like I really try not to, but obviously mm-hmm. you look at other people, but then I catch myself and I'm like, they're still a human being. Yeah. Like to me, I want to see what a person is on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I think I've always wanted people to see that part of me yeah. instead of what is on the exterior. Yes. And so I think I fight that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, doesn't matter how much I weigh. I'm still the exact same fucking yeah. person. Right. And your worth isn't defined. Yes. Yeah. And so I also think that then that plays into it. And then I'm like fighting that internal battle of like, I feel good no matter what. Yeah. And I'm still going to show up. Yeah. So why am I concerned about that piece? Yeah. Now don't get me wrong. Like I want to feel healthy. Mm-hmm. I love, I mean, my clothes are an expression of myself. I love getting dolled yeah. up. And like, <laughs> I really do. Yeah. And it's like, it makes me feel good. I yeah. have the funkiest shirt on today and I like it. Listen, we're going to Jay Shetty next week. Yes. And I just keep thinking, which I'll, well, we can do talk about in this episode or after, but I'm like, shit, that girl's going to be wearing something good. I got to figure out what she's wearing because you know what? I could pack uh, something comfy. It will still look cute, but. I was just going professional. Okay. But that's yeah, not, yeah. yeah. But I was just thinking about because it, it is an expression of you. Like, yes. right. Like you love that. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. And like, so to me, I just hate that we're just constantly judging people on that physical piece mm-hmm. and that judge me on who I am, like my character, my integrity, how I show up. So I think I get a little, my little oppositional when it comes to those (laughs) pieces too. Um, But I do, but I want to fit my version of healthy and then I know I can be better. Mm -hmm. And so then I just have to be better. And that's really what I chalk it up to. Yeah. I think uh, I was talking, there was a patient who was discussing this and they were saying how um, during COVID, okay. right, you were isolated, but what was the one thing we had? And that was social media. Mm. And so, right, because the question was, when is the, when is the, when can you remember a time where you really started focusing and comparing yourself to others? Oh, sure. And they said it was during COVID where I was just scrolling. Oh. And then I'm like that, I'm not around other people besides who's in my house. Yeah. Right. And so the only thing I could compare myself to or possibly people who are editing the shit out of their body or people who have made a lot of time and money on influencing, which allows them to look and feel a certain way. Yeah. Right. And so like that, I, and I never even thought of that, right. How not just isolation itself, but then you have this distorted feeling that of the world because mm-hmm. not that it's like being in a cult, but you're kind of like, this is only what you have right now. And you're not going out every day, running into someone on the sidewalk, you know? Yeah. And I don't think people should be comparing, but that's how we are able to have a different idea of what the world is, right? Mm-hmm. That's why it's great to move out of the county you live in, move out of the state you live in, travel to different countries, right? Is because then you gain perspective. Yeah. But when your perspective then is this little bubble, yeah. I didn't even, like, that didn't even hit my mind until yeah. they explained that. Yeah, I definitely not. I mean, I was so, like, wrapped up in counseling people. Like, yeah. yeah. all I can think, all I could think about was, like, how I was going to help. Yeah, and like how I had to help myself because my anxiety. Whew, I had to get on medicine. I mean, yeah. I talk about it in my book and yeah. all of that, and I feel no shame in that. So I think mine was more of like, oh my god, um, how am I gonna be a therapist? And yeah. then I think um, through this. So I don't think the scrolling did it for me, but yeah. I think that that's a decent perspective. Um, and yeah, you didn't have much else to do, so I. Can well, see I think that. you're an unfair representation ah! of scrolling. <laughs> 
Because you can scroll, right? But I oh, think yeah. you have these other levels where you're solid in, and then that those effects don't have it on you. Like, yeah, listen, I'm, she's always like, I sent you a TikTok. I probably have, like, eight TikToks from you that I haven't looked at because I cannot set notifications. Scrolling for me doesn't cause, like, negative body image, but mm-hmm. I'm just lost in it then, and then I'm lost in the whole day, and I'm not I'm doing the shit I'm supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Like, I prioritize things, and then I yeah. do it as a way to sort of relax and then... Um, but yeah, I can definitely yeah. shut it off. I think for me too, my scrolling is research based, really. Like, yeah. I'm looking for good content. I'm looking for fun stuff, motivational things, or like yeah. research based things. I'm not out there like, what are they wearing? What are they doing? I yeah. mean, obviously, you're going to run into those ones, but again, yeah. it doesn't totally align with my value mm-hmm. system. And so um, I think for me, it's more of the body positivity. I'm yeah. like, Oh, yes, like yeah. the people that are out there that are doing it, um, yeah. like that one girl that I love on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, oh, if I, <laughs> I mean, like people tell me I'm confident, and like I know I'm confident in quite a few arenas, yeah. but I'm like, that is the confidence <laughs> that I wish I could have. Because yeah. to me, that would be like the extreme. Yeah, I think that the non-weight like the non like oh associating my worth with what's on the scale goals is what's important to like emotionally regulate yourself around that right and so like I think that sometimes how many pages in a book do you want to read a week right Mm -hmm. do I if I enjoy working out maybe it's how much do I want to be able to lift or do I want to be able to run this far walk this far right Mm -hmm. or do I want to be able to do a 5k with a friend right mm-hmm. and so i think that those things naturally come i can't remember so caitlin says lots of things right that stick with me um but it here. was um was it it and it wasn't related to body but i just remember it was related to me wanting something and you like looked at me and you're like liz so if you get that then what's going to be the next thing yeah right and so like I always equate that to body, though, right? Because it's so, exterior, yeah, it's so, ego. You, so you're going to get this, but then what's going to be the yeah. next thing? Yeah. And so I always say to people, like, in sessions, like, we can focus on body image if that's what you want to focus on, but there might be a deeper thing. Mm-hmm. And so if we're always going to do this, then that's when I'll use that phrase. Well, what's going to be the next thing? Yes. Yeah. And so to me, that, and again, like, a healthy, you get to pick what your healthy body looks like. Yeah. And so it's not all terrible. So the way I look at it is all ego isn't terrible we have to integrate it Mm -hmm. right so if it is the weight that you're wanting sure let's figure out let's integrate that but you're right what what's underneath that Mm -hmm. what is it about that so then in my book the body image chapter Mm -hmm. what messages did you receive about body right yeah what are you what's the narrative that you're carrying with you and why are we having this and then once you start to unpack that and explore that you're like whoa (laughs) wait a second here right um and so i was really and i talk about this in the book and i've told other people like i was really fortunate like we didn't talk about my mom didn't talk about body weight and then in sessions i cannot believe some of the things like or even in our presentation do you remember oh goodness there's been a fucking lot of them but we started talking about body image one time and you're I don't know, but I Matt was just talking to me, and I'm gonna throw, sure. but like Justin Bieber's body, mm-hmm. like right, he's very controversial in other arenas of life, but like Matt's like I the whatever TikTok he watched right was just like 
he was sexualized from 15, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. so, like, just think about how people talked about his body. Exactly. And then how does he have a relationship with the world and other people's body, let alone his own? Yeah. But I'm not recalling about this presentation. Oh, that's okay. But... And maybe they're all blurring together. It's kind of <laughs> real, like, this has been, 2023 has been probably our busiest season, which is all really good. I know, and when we were scheduling these things, that's what I was, like, I didn't think it was that busy, right? But then all of a sudden... We went through these last few weeks, and I'm like, oh, my God, that was a lot. And I think we've booked, like, six more since last week, Um, which is all good stuff because, to me, that's that's showing that um, the mental health arena is changing and Mm -hmm. that what we're bringing is valuable because, like, that's what I want us to do. At the end of the day, I want us to provide ethical work, (laughs) quality work at a good rate, and then if we hit on those three components, I feel like we're doing well. But I also had a guy this week, and his narrative was like, I've always been the scrawny one, you know what I mean? And he was like, finally, I beefed up, and I'm, and like, I feel better. And I was like, huh, you know, most, some people would have the reverse of that, especially who identify as women. You know, we would say the opposite. Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's interesting in that we don't think about men enough. Mm -hmm. And then also, I mean, the rates of anorexia and all that other stuff, they are going up in men and boys or people who identify with that label. And I think as clinicians, we need to be aware of that and Mm -hmm. that's coming um, because the pressure is twofold. But I think we've only focused on the uh, R piece of it. Well, I think that's where we were allowed to have a voice. Yeah. Right. And to leap, like, that's what we were allowed to talk about because Mm -hmm. our bodies are always and have always been talked about, right, and used as tools. And so Mm -hmm. I think that that was it. But, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I don't have a lot of individuals who identify as men on my caseload, but I can imagine, right? And then have the conversation about Justin Bieber. So how have you, how have you felt 2023 has gone for you so far? I can't believe it's March. (laughs) Honestly, that's what I was thinking the other day. I was like, I, this has been a blur. Like, I don't even remember what January 1st was or what I did. Uh, we created vision boards. Oh, we did. Yes. yes. <laughs> See? I was like, I gotta go check and my I had schedule. My, I, I originally thought I was gonna have a loser party, oh, yeah. and then it turned into a win or lose party, <laughs> and then it turned into a winner party for my book. So, oh, yes. yes. Yeah, that's what we good. did. I know, yeah. but yes, it is March. It's been wild. So you ended your job um, as executive director yep. and came on board full time. Yep. So and that was has... wild. <laughs> but I think this is the first like it's like like the caseload's full, yes. right? Like and so it was slowly climbing. Mm-hmm. But so then I think with the presentations and then the full caseload, and so I just know I'll get into the rhythm soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for me that's what I just I've always known that if I don't have a routine, which is what I think sports created for me, without me being aware of that, mm-hmm. that I'm not very good at creating my own routine. And so that's like my biggest thing for me is yeah. that. Today, though, I was like, man, I only have to go to work, right? Yeah. And this is the first time in, like, probably 30-some years. That's a lie. <laughs> probably, like, 20-some years that I've only A couple just, decades. Yes, had to just do one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still feels like I'm a little overwhelmed because I think I'm not in a routine yet, right? Okay. Or have things established. Yeah. But um, I think it's been okay. How's it been for you? It's, uh, it's probably my favorite season so okay. far. Uh, professionally, uh, definitely cannot believe that we're already, like, it's, we're into a quarter, basically, of the mm-hmm. first year. I think, again, 
hearing feedback from the podcast again, which I didn't think anybody would listen to. So thanks for listening to it. Um, the book and where that is going, us developing other things, yeah. and you know, to me, it's just really fun to see that stuff because I have a ton of visions. Yeah. Um, and so not and they do change because I then I'm like, well, I'm at the I, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, yeah. and then and then it's on to the next one. So I think I am seeing the fruits of the labor and yeah. the seeds being planted. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that feels good because to me that's about the work and the quality of what we're bringing to the table. And so really, really like those pieces. Mm -hmm. I think 2020 was just a ton of lessons, you know, like there was good things happening for sure, but it was like total curve ball with lessons is Mm -hmm. what I would say. And then it feels like 2023 is like the... Like I said, the things are growing. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. What's been your favorite presentation so far or content? You don't have to say who it um, was. Um, honestly, I think it was uh with the Santa Claus. Right, they were a really good group and they yeah. were pretty open. They seemed like they had like good rapport within their group setting. Yeah, which yeah. I think made it good. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far that one has been my one. Yeah, I yeah. That one. Was that yours or something else? Yeah, I think all of them bring a little something different. I like it when I can integrate the book. So this year out at LeClaire's was different. And so I thought that that added like a fun aspect. I was much, I would also say, I think for me professionally, I'm less anxious. I can see things Mm -hmm. differently. And I think that that's just me being more comfortable within myself. Mm -hmm. So less of the science and more of the art I can Mm -hmm. see within myself. Yeah. Even though it's still there. I see that because I remember when was our, one of our first presentations, even though you had done LeClaire's, but it was when we did the like, I don't know, that organization yep. goes to the moon, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember, I was like, oh, God, she's making me nervous. I know, I was nervous. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, mm-hmm. I, like, I mean, we had never really given presentations <laughs> together before. I'm sure I get nervous, but I also am like, oh, I am who I am. I don't know. But I was like, oh, so, yeah. And I didn't get this at that. Listen, she let me, granted, it was a wild morning, but we were running right on time, which not is not, to me. yes, her favorite thing. And you didn't say anything about it. Granted, it was a different type of situation. No, if I would have done it just because I was poor management that day. But, so, like, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that feels good. Yeah. And then the one coming up in April, like, I know I'm anxious about it, but I also yeah. know I can do it. And so putting it together, you know, that's a really big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again. Listen, I'm going to get a fake earpiece. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to play the whole role of uh, assistant. Liz is going to be in her Crocs overalls. <laughs> she'll have an earpiece in. She'll have a yep. badge on and a clipboard. Would you let me be your personal assistant with yeah. that outfit? That's what I, yeah. that's what I envision. <laughs> and people just asking me questions and yep. me directing them yes. and being like, all right, sounds good. Thank yes, you. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> like when I, yes, go talk to my assistant. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. So that's been cool professionally to feel this way. And I think, you know, I entered a couple other book awards Mm -hmm. and doing that stuff. And so, again, that's that's validation on the vision because I was like, who's going to buy those books? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, Is anybody going to catch the vision? I don't know why. Like, I 
I don't know if that's the natural mentality that people have. I don't know. That's my mentality of like, well, I don't know if anybody's going to get this. Yeah. I don't, do you have that mentality or is that just a KK thing? I think that's just a you thing. Really? Like if we go back to the podcast, I thought people were going to listen. I mean, I, d- I guess I didn't really have, but I never was like, oh. But then also in that arena, you weren't a podcast listener and I was. Oh, okay. So, right? Like mm-hmm. I knew that there's this whole world of people who enjoy this. Yeah. No um, idea. People ask me which uh, podcast I listen to and I said, keep on listening. <laughs> just this. I'm loyal as fuck. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. And I'm always giving up. I'm like, do you listen to podcasts here <laughs> after this session? Not just tea time, but here's mm-hmm. some other ones, yep. and I think they're good. The one and only. Yeah, that's funny. But so yeah, I'm. I I don't I don't have that mentality. I don't think. But then also, is it just a? I don't have a thought on it. That's also fair. Right. That could be. But um, yeah. So as how do you think though throughout so far this quarter? Mm-hmm. Let's stick with this quarter that you've been able to regulate yourself or not regulate yourself? I go in flows, definitely. But I think, um, I was trying to think back, like, I think this has been a really good year of being aware, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that that has been helpful. Yep. But I think then me being aware is that why I think I'm going up and down, right, in my regulation Mm -hmm. is because I never really focused on that. But it is a goal of mine this year to, like, really figure those things out. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So I think it's been my best year, but I still go through it. But I honestly think it's because of this routine, right? And, like, I think, like, oh, if you go look at my lunchbox, right, I got a breakfast cereal bar. And then I threw, like, all of the fully packaged things in. Why didn't I just make my lunch the night before like a normal person does, right? I was sitting on my couch scrolling, <laughs> right? And it would have taken not me. On TikTok. Not I on TikTok. Not on TikTok. videos. I Instagram, yeah. I, so that could have, like, saved me time. So, right, part of it is that for me that I think if I became routined and committed, mm-hmm. I think my emotional regulation would be great. Yeah. How about I, you? I think it's good. And so when we say emotional regulation... <laughs> Um, what I would preface is oftentimes uh, we're firing off our emotional side of the mm-hmm. brain. So when we use DBT skills, we talk about how our brain is split into two, our rational side, our emotional side, and we want to get into wise mind. Okay. Yeah. So being emotionally regulated is within your window of tolerance and it's being in wise mind. Now we would love to, we love to think that we're you know, rational people, but yeah. we really are firing off our emotional side. Yeah. But what I would say this year, as far as my emotional regulation, I'm really looking at everything as a lesson, right? And I think Fair. that that's into my visualizations, my manifestations in the morning, really thinking about things, thinking about my um, bubble of control, my circle of control, right? Mm-hmm. And really recognizing how much of situations are projections mm-hmm. and then that's not mine yeah right mm-hmm. and so i would say again the awareness and then figuring out how do i get into wise mind about these things did i cross yeah. all my t's did i mm-hmm. dot all my eyes is this about me is mm-hmm. it not about me am i pulling something into mm-hmm. it that shouldn't be and that's where my morning routine is clutch to start figuring those pieces out. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think it puts you just in the wise mind mindset mm-hmm. initially when you have that morning routine, yep. right? Yeah. And I really switched my mentality. Or, and again, it's not like a total, like, hey, it's a light switch. But I would say that I'm working on it in the sense of moving from why is this happening to me to why not? Yeah, fair. 
why the fuck not? Yep. Okay. Right? Buckle up, because the only way out is yeah. through. The, oh, my God. Listen, that was my shower. Ah, that was my shower thought. Okay. Let's just have, what does that mean? That's next episode. Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. That was what it was. Yep. 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 That really was. Yeah. And so, I would say, specifically this year so far, um, that's been the mentality. Like, okay, w- this is happening for a reason. Because I think it's so easy to be like, why me? And, yeah. you know, how come? And the world is this like totally i think that that's the yeah. easy route instead of okay I, this doesn't feel good yeah <laughs> i don't necessarily like it mm-hmm. but why not yeah and then i'm gonna figure it out and then what version of myself do i see after that yeah and so that's been super empowering i think that when i talk about wise mind i i say what you're saying but i say it in a way of make sure you validate your emotions mm-hmm. and you don't use the word but you use the word and i know i can handle this And I know that something good will come from this. And I can learn something, right? So, yeah, this is shitty. And I want to scream. And I want to do X, Y, and Z. And I want to backlash. And I want to have this conversation that's really emotionally charged. And I know that if I don't do this now, Mm -hmm. I can come back to it later. Right? Yep. And so what I do is, Mm -hmm. like, I have my boundary. So I have my three-day rule. Because, right, like... Um, for, so, and I encourage patients to come up with their own routine. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm not thinking about it after three days, then, you know, then I, I don't need to, to go That's that route. Fair. But if I'm still thinking about it and there's still, like, something left unsaid, then I go for it. Yeah. And then try to figure it out from a logical rational perspective Mm -hmm. and to me that's been really empowering and I think that I've been able to practice it over the years Mm -hmm. and then now um, again uh, everything is just kind of sort of coming full circle and I can just see it Mm -hmm. because I'm so much more regulated and I would also say that like I drink a lot more tea and water and I not that I drink so much but I would also like I think would have a glass of wine as a way to cope Mm, right and now I don't do that Mm -hmm. and so again when I'm scrolling I'm watching other people and how their lives have changed after not drinking and so again a little bit is totally fine but I recognized that maybe I was using it for a little bit more of a crutch and so since not using that it's been a mind fuck of eyes wide open yeah which again comes like being in wise mind and being emotionally regulated also comes at a cost yeah so I also think we don't talk about that enough Mm -hmm. because it can become very isolating yeah because now you're so freaking aware yeah and then you're like what the fuck and then it with loss right there's that grief and Mm -hmm. you're like is this a loss of a friendship a friend group is this a loss of the family connection where we usually meant and did this right Mm -hmm. or we called on the phone all the time but really it's not healthy and it's causing me to be dysregulated yeah 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 so it's been like an identity shift yeah with becoming regulated and i think that that's important to hit on because it is going to change the dynamic but i think it's also going to show you who's going to be there for you um no matter what Mm -hmm. because i guess if you really valued who i was as a person you would still want to be around the person that you value yeah or did you value a piece of me that might not have been the healthiest yeah and especially if your trajectory or your shifts aren't negative, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, right, if your shift was not to be more, more emotionally regulated but less, right, maybe we were dabbling to other substances or different behaviors, right? I can see how someone can be like, 
no, I don't. Mm -hmm. I no longer want to associate with this part yet, right? But mm -hmm. when we go the healthy route of becoming regulated and someone doesn't want to be around you then, yeah. right? Then that is that eye-opening, isolating piece, mm -hmm. right? And yep. so, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we don't talk about that enough at all. Right. Well, and I think that that plays into the other side of healing. Mm, that yeah. it's yes it is wonderful it's great it's the healthy version but then it comes with consequences yeah and then so I just think being more self-aware being more regulated I've been more open to the consequences but also it's been debilitating at times because you you're just like what? it feels like a whole new world yeah and then I know we're gonna do a podcast episode on grief too but then I'm like oh my god uh, that knocked me the fuck out. Yeah. Like, I, uh, listen, I handled a lot, yeah. right? Like, I have been through so many pieces that, like, it would probably take 62 podcast episodes to be through, <laughs> um, through all the trauma. The, yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, you could, I literally could go on for fucking yeah. days. Yeah. But I will say that that was, like, whew. Yeah. I, I've never experienced anything like it. And so I also think that that's playing into becoming regulated as well because I feel like I'm coming out the other side of it. Well, because the grief isn't talked about enough. And think of, like, I, I like the stages because it gives us concepts, but think about how that teaches you emotional regulation mm -hmm. in this slow fucking painful process, oh, right? God. And so when people tell me, well, my significant other, I mean, God, they got their whole family was thrown off by this incident. And maybe you have been through traumas, mm -hmm. right? Or you've been yeah. through grief. And you're like, why are you so unregulated? Mm -hmm. Right? Because I think grief teaches us that without actually talking about it because it fucking sucks. Oh, God. And so people who experience more grief throughout their life, mm -hmm. I think, have a different perspective and can be more reflective on getting to wise mind, mm -hmm. right? Well, okay, so I've lost something. Mm -hmm. And so anything can be gone and changed in yeah. a moment. Yeah. And so is this really how I want to show up right? so that I do and be this person, right? Or I can choose to be someone else that I'm not yeah. because that might feel easier to just move past it. And people who experience grief, I think, when they're aware of grief is what they've experienced and yeah. aware of those skills and those things that they've learned from that yeah. painful process are way better at emotionally regulating and looking at other unregulated individuals and mm -hmm. pointing them out yep. consistently. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, it definitely changed the game. I, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> OMG. <laughs> but we will save that because uh, we're going to correlate it to Harry Potter. There's a yes. TikToker. Um, he's a professor. Okay. And so his last night was like a civic lesson on the Harry Potter and whatever. Yeah. So it was really, really good. I might have sent you that one. So we'll, okay. We'll, I'll let, we, we'll let, you know. Maybe one know. day we'll, our whole episode will be of TikToks that Caitlin sent Liz that she has not watched yet. And we're just. <laughs> Yes. Gonna talk about each yes. one of them. That There's a, a God. What does she call herself? The lady who reads faces. Okay. Oh my gosh, I love <laughs> read. I love watching that one. But yeah. you know, I think as we kind of come to a close here, that I think just being self-aware seeing what type of season you want to step into and it's okay mm -hmm. to like maybe that wasn't your season yeah maybe you want to operate in quarters mm -hmm. right maybe you don't or yeah. maybe it's that six month cycle because mm -hmm. i think you know beginning of the year you know it's yeah. real hyped up but that's where you know we do the vision boards mm -hmm. or um 
it's not glitter I changed it to not intention very, yeah the intention mm-hmm. board yes um, and so that sets my tone. And yeah. so that's kind of a nice thing to look at instead mm-hmm. of being like, let's party. Yeah. And, you know, no, let's set my intention for the year yeah. um, and then go back into it. So if you're unregulated, which will ha- I know we're going to close out here, but like, how would you think, how would we describe to the audience of what unregulated looks like? Um, I think it looks like, um, extreme, like we would maybe say the extreme mood swings and there's a freaking God, I can see the sheet in my head, which is what I still get stuck on. Right. But like, it's like the really stressed out, the quick snappy responses, the elevated voice, the sweating, right. The racing heart, like irritability, shortness. Ne- but then it can go the are. other way, yeah. negative, right? Where mm-hmm. we're depressive, we're sleeping a lot more, we're monotoned, right? Like those are the things that I think are the emotionally unregulated pieces. Yep. Hyperfixation yeah. on things that are not helpful or appropriate. Yeah. And I, I would also say, like, I, I try to tell people about cues. Why are you, if you have to constantly apologize for your behavior mm-hmm. or your interactions? And so, again, if you're not showing up as who you want to be, let's yeah. figure those pieces out. And that's so, all your values and your behaviors when they don't align that's what i tell people causes that emotional dysregulation because when your behaviors align with your values mm-hmm. you're pretty in tune yep yeah so again you, you know you need to oftentimes we've been taught for other people to tell us that we're dysregulated or mm-hmm. to tell us things so i think step one is you need to be able to look at yourself fair look yeah. at your behaviors if you can't remember right call down. your fucking self out yes. right because you do we'd all have toxicity in us mm-hmm. right because we're trying to serve it's serving us in some way yeah but it's not always good and we don't always need it that yeah. means we have to learn something else yeah yeah, yeah. So recognize within yep. yourself, uh, do your values, look up emotional regulation, look up your window of tolerance, um, talk with someone that you trust, mm-hmm. I would say, or listen to a podcast episode or yeah. do a workbook or, you know, create, yeah, find a sure. community. There's so many things that are out there now that just weren't like yeah. a decade ago. And so I think that that's important too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just knowing your cues is going to be clutch. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so if you start with that piece then I think you can start planting the seed of becoming the healthiest version of you Absolutely. um yeah so happy international Dr- women's day yeah drink your tea booches yep. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right bye big microphone <laughs>